Welcome back, Color Journey listeners. It's a new year, which means a new color of the year and, of course, a new podcast. We're mixing things up in 2024 and testing out some new formats for Color Journey this year. I'm Megan Jacobs, Global Marketing Director for Sense Color based in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'll be your host for this first episode. I'm excited to welcome some members of my team to chat about Peach Fuzz and Apricot Crush, the new colors of the year that Pantone and WGSN announced in December, and what they mean for the food industry. Hi, I'm Catalina Ospina, Technical Marketing Specialist based in Santiago, Chile. I'm Katie Floyd, Marketing Coordinator based in Norwalk, Connecticut. And I'm Laura Sparks, Digital Marketing Specialist based in Louisville, Kentucky. All right, so I guess to start us off, what did you all think when you first heard what the color of the year was? I know we probably all had some guesses um, on what the color would be this year, but I, for one, was way off. I was actually thinking that they might choose like a green or a blue shade this year. Yeah, me too. Since we had the Living Coral in 2019 and Viva Magenta last year, I thought it would be something more in the blue or green realm that would relate to, you know, nature or relaxation since the last few years have been pretty stressful for a lot of people. But I love the color, and I guess it does still have that element of relaxation and kind of dreaminess. But I don't think it'll have the same impact as Viva Magenta did. That got so much extra mileage because the Barbie movie came out and a lot of the 90s fashion made a comeback. I found myself lingering on posts that mentioned Peach Fuzz on social media after they announced it. I was interested in what brands were doing with this launch. I really enjoyed the cosmetic response to the new color. There's a beauty guru on TikTok named Michaela Nugera. She posted a tutorial of a full face of makeup using peach tones. It's just interesting to see how this color can be used in different settings. Well, I, on my part, like it. Uh, it's a nice pastel shade, but it's not muted at all. And it's actually a warm color. And it reminds me of rosé wine. That's probably why I like it so much. And we have also Apricot Crush, the color of the year from WGSN, which is a much more vivid or saturated version. And um, although they are named as peach and apricot, they actually don't resemble the pulp or juice of these fruits, uh, which are yellower. What is depicted here is the fuzz, the outer velvety peel, which is an intermediate color between orange and pink. Uh, what I mean is that these are in reality fantasy colors, not realistic depictions of peach or apricot. And talking about Barbie precisely, uh, it also reminded me of my favorite childhood Barbie, Peaches and Cream, which I adored. Uh, so it really rings a bell with nostalgia, at least for me. Oh, I love that. So even though these are more of the fantasy type colors, what are some of the flavors you all would associate with them that you think we'll see pop up this year? Obviously, we have the stone fruits that they drive their name from, but I'm hoping that we see more creativity in playing with those flavors, like grilled peach or mango chamoy type flavors that we could incorporate into either you know sweet or savory applications. Grilled peach, for example, I feel like could make an interesting twist on classic ice cream, or it could give a bit of sweetness to a barbecue or other grilling sauces like marinades. I've noticed an uptick in taro and ube flavors. These are typically used in boba and baking recipes. Maybe we'll see some flavor mashups with these or at least see peach fuzz in similar types of products. Although a staple in many households, spicy enhancements have stepped into the spotlight. Chili crisp or chili garlic crunch sauces were featured in many social media recipes. 
Chamoy Pickle Kits begin populating TikTok shop and top videos with the strange combination of a red dill pickle stuffed with Takis, wrapped in a fruit roll-up and sprinkled with chamoy and tahini. So, like you were saying, we might see this with some interesting flavor combinations. From what I've seen, food items that are atypical, colorful, and inexpensive are what the algorithms are pushing forward. Those chamoy pickle kits are wild. Peach fuzz and apricot crush definitely make me think of sweet flavors. I imagine like sweet fruity flavors, you know, passion fruit, lychee, grapefruit, and obviously peach and apricot. But I have seen that some people are associating these two colors with savory flavors too, like you all were mentioning earlier. So I'm excited to see how they could be used in savory applications. Yeah, for sure. There are a lot of savory flavor identities this, this could work for, especially on the saturated version, the apricot crush. And then I'm thinking on salmon or shrimp or orangey towards reddish cheeses like red lyster or mimolette or perhaps creamy carrot, butternut squash or pumpkin soup. Of course, uh, spicy sauces, barbecue marinades, and why not sour sweet dressings? Uh, but also on the sweet side, like Katie said, it could work for fruity flavors, especially the creamy pastel versions like um, creamy tangerine, pink pomelo, uh, lychee, which is maybe a little pinker, but that's okay, cantaloupe, guava, papaya, or redder varieties of mangoes. So you're saying you could basically get the peach fuzz or apricot crush color scheme across the entire application spectrum? Yeah, the scheme works both for clear and opaque bases. On one side, apricot crush goes well with intensely colored foods like soft drinks, sauces, meat and seafood analogs, snacks, crackers, sugar confections, water ices, and sherbets, all very vibrant. Uh, while peach fuzz on the other side needs a white or a light background uh, or an opaque base like protein suspensions or emulsions. And then I can think on yogurt, cream frostings, uh, protein shakes, flavored milk or plant-based drinks. I'm thinking marshmallows, ice creams, cakes, or so many pastel color foods. So if we stay on the topic of applications, could you talk about these from a technical standpoint? Are they fairly easy colors to achieve in product formulation or are there special considerations that formulators would need to consider? Yes, to both. <laughs> yeah, because yes, there are always considerations when formulating with natural colors. And if we were to design a traditional peach or apricot flavor matching color, we will surely go for a warm yellow, a golden yellow, like beta-carotene emulsions or an extract. But for these uh, versions that are the fuzz and the crush, we need to add a bit of pink, some beetroot red, or anthocyanins if the pH allows it, or carmine, just a slight blush to make it the right color. Uh, on the other side, we have paprika. Uh, another carotenoid that works actually pretty good for both shades without the addition of a red color because capsaicin and capsaicin, the pigments in paprika, are slightly redder than beta-carotene. But you know something interesting is that there are formulations of beta-carotene and bixin, the oil-soluble anido extract, that allow for pinker shades. And you can get that by modulating or increasing the particle size in pigment suspensions or by developing emulsions with larger micelles. 
Uh, you can also get the same effect with carrot juices like our Vegabrite orange carrot, where the pigment is suspended uh, instead of dissolved. And this way, the light gets scattered and short wavelengths like blues and violets are absorbed and larger wavelengths are visible, uh, thus the color looks redder. And that's exactly uh, what it happens when we watch the sunset in the horizon. The light has to traverse through a lot of suspended particles and then the sky looks orangey or reddish. That's so cool. It's interesting to see how many different shades you can get just a few sources. And that ties in so well to color perception. Color allows brands to communicate more effectively with their consumers. It's a major part of a consumer's decision to buy something or not. I bought my water bottle because it's the perfect shade of purple and my phone, it being pink, was definitely a driving factor behind the purchase. So I'm really excited to see what specific shade companies and even consumers develop for their foods in the peachy to apricot color palette. That's actually a really interesting point since it relates to the psychology behind colors. Have you all looked at some of the psychology behind either peach fuzz or apricot crush? I know orange is often associated with things like energy and warmth, spontaneity and enthusiasm, but these colors are a bit more toned down and a little pinkier than the traditional oranges. It still has that warmth, but it's more calming and almost ethereal. Um, when Pantone launched it, they described it as inviting a warm, fuzzy feeling or creating cozy moments, which just sounds so wonderful. Um, our, our Consumer Insights team recently did a study on colors and emotions in the EU and UK. And as part of it, they found that the top five emotions associated with these pale pink and orange shades were refreshing, cheerful, or happy, um, satisfied, and indulgent, or fun. Yeah, peach fuzz definitely feels like a calming color to me because it's a bit soft and subdued, but I could also see it having a refreshing or invigorating quality like if you were to make an apricot crush or peach fuzz colored beverage, you know, just depending on the name of the beverage or how you want people to feel when they drink it, you could really market it either way, you know, like as nice and calming or super invigorating. It's true. Pantone said that they chose peach fuzz to provide comfort and peace. They said at a time of turmoil in many aspects of our lives, our need for nurturing, empathy, and compassion grows ever stronger, as does our imaginings of a more peaceful future. It's an interesting reflection of the current point in history we're in. But aside from that, this color is great for the food industry. Think about most fast food chains. Their brand colors are either yellow, red, or orange. These colors invoke hunger, and the colors of the year are in the red to orange family. So it can create some really appetizing shades for customers in different food and beverage applications. Yeah, for sure. Orange is an appetite stimulant color. Uh, but something remarkable is that it also is a signaling for antioxidant capacity in plants. And well, yes, peaches and apricots, like most orange fruits and vegetables, are rich in carotenoids that are precursors of vitamin A and also act as radical quenchers in biological systems. So here's a great opportunity for healthy or functional foods and drinks. And I think, why not nutraceuticals as well? Well, we are coming close to our time. So to wrap it up, is there anything else that you all thought was interesting or worth sharing about these colors? 
Yeah, I think a lot of companies will, of course, want us to create shades of peach fuzz and apricot crush for their products. So that's important. But I think it's also important that, you know, we're able to create some colors that complement those two shades as well. Oh, yeah. I know Pantone mentioned combining peach fuzz with um, earthy brown shades and deep reds or plums. Which is great for our nature brown line of simple label brown ingredients. And the reds you can get with things like beet or anthocyanins. I noticed on social media, the general consensus was either you love it or you hate it. Uh, some users found themselves perplexed while others reacted exactly the way Pantone was hoping, comforted. One of the reactions I loved was from Spoonflower. They commented on Pantone's Instagram, such a stunning warm color. We can't wait to see how our community brings peach fuzz into their art and their homes. And I kind of feel the same way. I can't wait to see what interesting flavors come to market with this peach fuzz color. Well, thanks to the team for sharing your insights on the color of the year. And thanks to our listeners today. Be sure to join us again next time for another episode of Color Journey.